Hey guys, what's up? My name's Ines. I write kissing books and today I'm having a bit of a breakdown because sometimes his bark is worse than his bite. Do you know the paranormal romance beats? Let's break it down. I really like thinking about stories in terms of their beats instead of plot points. It gives a much looser structure to allow for surprises and spontaneity, says the woman who has the need to break everything down to its smallest particle. My favorite genre of romance is paranormal romance. Werewolves, vampires, fae, oh my, I love them all. And because I read so much paranormal romance, I keep noticing patterns. Here's the rhythmic beats that I hear when I read Paranormal Romance. It starts with the ordinary world, where the hero is introduced to the reader amidst a background of their everyday environment, society, and their personal history. In the ordinary world, you need a bit of the hero's personality to be able to identify with them. And you also need something to measure the new person that they will become by the end of the story to the person that they are now when you just start the story. We've talked about the ordinary world before. It's a combination of introducing character, situation, and setting. Either the character has extraordinary powers that we'll see soon or very soon, or the setting that they live in is extraordinary, or they're dumped into a situation that's extraordinary. To break down paranormal romance, we're going to need a quintessential text. I say we use, you guys know what I'm going to suggest. It's Twilight, of course. In Twilight, Bella is an ordinary girl place into what seems like an ordinary situation until she learns that her bow is something out of the extraordinary. After we get settled in the ordinary world, you're going to need a meet cute. In a romance, this is where the hero and the heroine meet for the first time on the page. Remember, these scenes don't have to be in order. And the meet cute needs to be memorable and it needs to be impactful. In a paranormal romance, the meet cute involves an awareness of the paranormal being and or the paranormal's magical world. A shifter might scent his mate. A vampire's heart might beat for the very first time upon coming into contact with the woman that he's going to marry. The beast inside of a male shifter might shout out, mine! In Twilight, Edward, a vampire, is first alerted to Bella when he can't hear her thoughts like he can with everyone else. Then, when she comes and sits next to him in science class, he gets a good whiff of her and her special magical smelling blood and all bets are off. In a paranormal romance, there should be a show of power. This is when the hero or the heroine reveal their magical power, what makes them a paranormal being. An elf might show his dominance over the elements. A dragon could breathe fire or shift into his human form. A vampire could show power by, we see his age and he knows all this historical things or that he was actually involved in historical events. Maybe it's his bite because he has to feed or he might show his weakness and we see that he has to go to bed at sunrise. A werewolf could scent his mate. He could also show his strength in a fight or he could show his weakness when the full moon comes and he has to change. Bears, because there are bear shifters, bears could have the same strength as wolves, but maybe their weakness is their narcolepsy during winter. In Twilight, Edward shows his power when he saves Bella from a wayward truck with just one stop of his hand. 
In Act 1, these beats can come in different orders, but by the end of Act 1, your hero and heroine should cross the threshold into the new and extraordinary world of the paranormal environment. Here, the rules of the old, ordinary world no longer apply. They need to learn the new rules of this extraordinary world quickly. They need to learn these new rules quickly and be tested as they meet new allies as well as new enemies. In Twilight, the threshold into the new world is crossed when Edward takes Bella into the forest to expose his true sparkly vampire self. Another element of the paranormal romance is the aspect of found family. At some point in a paranormal story, the outsider needs to come to, let's call it a Sunday dinner. In a shifter romance, one of the key components of why readers flock to these tales is for this notion of pack. That's the found family. It's a found family of individuals who choose each other or who share the same blood. Oftentimes, it's the heroine who is the outsider, and she eventually is welcomed into the pack, which the reader experiences as they themselves are being welcomed into the pack. You're likely to find all kinds of characters in family packs. There's tricksters, there's mentors, there's shapeshifters, and many more. There may be the black sheep of the pack, or the lone wolf of the pack. There's the wizened old crone, or the alpha with the heart of gold, or the beta that sits off quietly in the corner. Tons of people to populate this family dinner. In Twilight, Bella gets invited to family dinner to meet the Cullens. These vampires are a true found family that has been put together by the family patriarch, Carlisle, and his wife, Esme, the matriarch. There's also Alice, the soothsayer. There's Rose. She's a bit of a shapeshifter in that she's a mean girl who's going to become friendly later. And then there's the two brothers who have Edward's back no matter what. At some point in Act 2 of A Paranormal Romance, the paranormal being's power becomes unleashed. Now that the hero and heroine know that they want to spend their lives together, know that they're meant for each other, they're going to have to fight for it. This power unleashed moment is the moment when the beast comes out. It's where the hero or the heroine shows off their full power. For Edward, he has to defeat the villain who is after Bella, but Bella is ready to die for him. I think this moment isn't so much about power as it is about love and showing that you will do anything, including using the full extent of your power to preserve your love. I think that another must have in a paranormal romance is the act of the claiming. Now, a kiss would be enough in a standard romance. No, no, no. In a paranormal romance, you have a beast to contend with. A vampire, a fae, a bear, a werewolf, whatever might be living inside of our hero or heroine. And they need to claim their love. The claiming scene puts everyone else on notice that this is their mate. It could be a bite. It could be some kind of a mark on the body. It could be a kiss. It could also be a vow of true love forever. Then, as this is a paranormal romance, it has to end with a happily ever after. My personal opinion is that paranormal romances do not end with happy for nouns. They end with happily ever after because it's the beast that wants forever. So there's a happily ever after scene where the two characters are shown in their new life. If one of them were human, that character might change and become paranormal now or eventually. So there you have it, the beats that I hear whenever I read or watch a paranormal romance.
Do you want a more in-depth exploration of pacing? You can always try out my Page Turner Pacing course, How to Write a Binge-Worthy Novel in 21 Days at AnessWrites.com forward slash PTP for Page Turner Pacing. You can also read more breakdowns and chat with others on my free Substack. In the meantime, you guys know what to do. You go get them words and me. I'll try to keep it together until the next time that we break it down. I'll see you then. Bye.